welcome back for another AP World podcast. Um, we're going to be looking at this week the social structures uh, in place uh, and the cultures, the individual cultures of the regions of the world uh, during the classical era uh, based on uh, chapter 5 of Strayer. Now I want to start off uh, kind of apologizing for last week. Those got pretty long with the religions uh, and actually the last two weeks have been pretty long. I'm hoping I can cut the time down on these. Um, so we're still going to have four episodes this week. We'll break it into the different sections. Uh, first off, we'll have uh, Greece, uh, where they're looking at uh, Athens and Sparta. And then we'll look at Rome, China, and uh, India. So starting off, this should be probably a short one here because it's just Athens and Sparta that we have to look at that they go through. Uh, but they're a great comparison of, of individual cultures within these city-states of ancient Greece just to show how different they are. And it would be awesome to kind of go into the other city-states of Thebes and, and Corinth and all those to, to see their cultures. But we're just going to go through two here um, because they're the, the most opposite, we could probably say. So Athens is a, is a democracy. Sparta is also a democracy. Um, but Sparta has uh, two kings that help uh, run things. One runs the, the economy at home. Another one is the military leader. Um, so you have this famous story of the 300 Spartans at Thermopylae with uh, Leonidas. Leonidas was the military king. He was also upwards in his uh, upwards in age. I want to say 60s or 70s. I can't remember exactly what. Um, but, um, yeah, he didn't look like Gerard Butler did in 300 if you watch that. So um, Athens is a democracy. But it's really only a democracy for the elites, the, the people that are actually born in Athens. That's how you're a citizen. And that's the same for Sparta. Only the Spartans, uh, if you're born of Spartan blood, you're, you're from that long line of Spartans, are you a full citizen. Um, under that, you have uh, merchants and other skilled workers in both societies. And then under them, you have a kind of slave class, a, a poor underclass. In, in Athens, they're actually known as slaves. Uh, close to 30, 30 to 40% of the population was that. Uh, in Sparta... Uh, I can't remember exactly how much of the population is helots or how much of the population is made up of the helots, but it's a huge amount. It might be, um, it's going to be at least at 30% mark or so, um, possibly more than that. Um, but uh, the helots are the slave class there, and they do all the farm work and everything else for the, the Spartans that they control. Um, it's probably much worse to be a helot than it is to be a, an Athenian slave. Um, part of the training and stuff like that in, in the Spartan lifestyle was um, you'd go to school at age uh, seven and uh, for 30 years or, and you'd be in the military until you're 30. But part of that training was you would go around and you'd have to, to kill helots. And if there was any helot that seemed kind of smart, uh, you'd get rid of them because they could start a rebellion. And, and that's never fun that you have to fight a rebellion within your own territory when you actually want to go and conquer other Greek city states and stuff like that. So um, both of them have those that kind of class system there, uh, but control them differently. Um, in the idea of looking at uh, gender, gender hierarchies and stuff like that, um, women in, in Sparta are treated much better than the women in Athens. Uh, women in Sparta uh, aren't necessarily equals or anything like that, but they actually get an education. Uh, education in Sparta, though, is very basic in comparison to Athens. They don't value the same things, so musics and stuff like that don't really happen in Sparta while they do in Athens. Um, but they get the, the basics of what they want to do. Um, their main goal for women, though, was to reproduce and create strong Spartans. Um, so they had to be physically active and um, athletic and all that stuff. Um, they had uh, Then they'd grow out their hair long, 
but then when they got married, they'd uh, cut it short, and they'd be married around 18 years old to another Spartan that was 18 years old. Um, the the ritual process there is kind of, uh, we would say bad today, um, probably, um, because the, the Spartan male would um, uh, abduct the girl and take her uh, to his place and do what he wanted, I guess, uh, to, to put it kind of in a PG term of things. But um, the, if if she wanted to fight against him or fought back and the guy couldn't take her, then she, she wouldn't go. So that's also why he had to be kind of physically active. Um, they also did allow divorces, uh, especially if it's because you couldn't have a kid. So they would allow those two to divorce uh, and go find new partners that they could hopefully have good, strong Spartan babies with. And um, women, the, the really cool thing with women there is they ran pretty much everything at home. Uh, they had to run the home life because the men were supposed to go out and, and fight. So when the men were home, they would run things, but really the women ran the estates because uh, also the men had to stay in the, the military dormitories until they were 30 years old. So you might be married at 18, but for the next 12 years, you're still living in the, in the, in the Spartan barracks. Um, <coughs> uh, other Greeks saw this treatment of women um, as terrible and uh, also they were surprised by the spartans not having kind of ho homosexual relationships with uh between between men and stuff like that um which that was kind of a, a a major part of greek culture uh when we look at the other ones especially in athens um as a young boy the way you'd get to adulthood is you'd have a relationship with an older man um kind of creepy uh, especially for what we think of today but um, that's kind of what it was. Uh, ladies, on the other hand, uh, you'd get married in, in Athens around the age of 10 to 15 years old to a man that's much older than you. Um, and you would remain in the home. You weren't really leaving the home at all. And you did household tasks and you weren't really educated or anything like that. Um, you didn't have any power in the economy to do what you wanted to do, go out and go shopping, uh, go out and, and just actually like walk around and experience the city or something like that. That, that just wasn't really there. Um, there are a couple of exceptions to that, uh, Aspasia being one of them. She, she was the wife of Pericles, but for the most part, that, that didn't happen. And um, so that's kind of a, we can see a major difference if we look at Athens and Sparta in that. Uh, also, Athens has a lot more culture that comes about with it, while Sparta doesn't have that same culture. We don't remember any Spartan plays because there really weren't any. Uh, they focused on being very, very religious and focusing on becoming the best soldiers they could be to go and beat the snot out of everyone else where Athens focused more on trade, um, the arts, education, things like that. That's why we see the, the cultural hub of the philosophies coming from Athens with Socrates, Plato, and, and Aristotle and all those guys. So that's uh, Greece in a nutshell with Athens and Sparta.